What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I have another, another total boss babe. You know I love connecting with my boss babes. She is a CEO and founder of Burning Soul Press, an award-winning and best-selling author and ghostwriter. She's passionate about helping purpose-driven people capture their life story. Please welcome Lauren Eckert to the show. Lauren, thank you for joining us. Can you tell the audience a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be on this because it's uh, perfectly aligned with my heart and my soul with everything that you stand for. And I appreciate the opportunity. So uh, my background is my entire life. I've been a book nerd. I've loved being around the feel, the smell, <laughs> the, the message, the meaning behind books and how they can really help people when they need it the most. Um, but as I've gotten older too, I've really recognized more of what I feel like is my purpose with really being a safe space for people to open up and share their life journeys, kind of test out sharing, you know, different elements of their life. Even when I was a little girl, total strangers, adults would just talk to me and they would be sharing these, these deep, dark secrets. And I just always learned that it was my job to listen in a lot of ways, um, listen and without judgment. And I know it sounds crazy because I feel like we're all like, naturally judgmental people in some way or another. Like we have our opinions, right? We have our thoughts. Uh, but I can usually listen to people's stories and just listen with a, with an open heart. And I really feel like that's been one of my skills throughout life. And as I've gotten older, I've recognized, um, you know, how people just really want to be seen and heard for who they are. Mm-hmm. And so my entire life, you know, even when I didn't think writing or anything related to books could be a real career because it doesn't make money, right? Um, I went down the human resources path and a big part of that was helping people identify their natural strengths and talents and find a position that aligns with that, that provides fulfillment and not just the success aspect. So we don't feel like we're just spinning around in circles for most of our lives. But then it was after the birth of my two boys when things became really real for me. And I always call it this like triple breakdown moment. Uh, And most moms will get this when you are standing in front of two hysterical children, you're hysterical and sobbing because it just feels like, you know, everything's insane. It was in that moment um, after having 10 months of postpartum depression that I recognized that their reaction in that moment was a pure reflection of what was inside me. Yeah, they can feel that. They can feel it. And everything in that moment shifted. Um, I knew more than anything, I wanted them to have big dreams and to really believe that they had everything within to make it happen. And so I had to start living my life that way too. Um, So they have become my why over the past, you know, my oldest is six over the past six years for why I shifted my life, made a lot of risks. Uh, a big one was within that moment. I wrote five books, (laughs) completed all of these goals that were just sitting there, like, like boulders on your chest, you know, when you're supposed to do something in life. Right. And then you don't, and it just gets heavier and heavier and suffocates you. And, um, they became my wife for that. And then after I put out the books, I started receiving requests from other people to help them write their stories, to, you know, help them publish their books. And uh, when I first got my re- my first request for someone who was like, I know my story can help people. My personal journey through this life can help people. 
I just don't know how to write it. Will you help me actually write my story? I feel like that's when my purpose came full circle. So I ended up opening Burning Soul Press and, you know, we focus on transforming life journeys into powerful books, but powerful books that can create generational change. So it's truly about the movement and making an impact for lifetimes to come. Yeah. I love that. That's amazing. I'm a big book nerd too. Always have been. I love books. I've been told I should write a book and I'm like, ah, the thought of that is so overwhelming. Hi, have you, have you met me? <laughs> I have to have a conversation. You're sure sign. <laughs> but I think that, yes, I think that there are so many people out there that have stories that are very important to be told that can, because everyone has an audience, right? And mm -hmm. you can impact one person's life for the better than you have done your job on this planet. You're good. Yes. You're going to heaven or wherever, like the, wherever you think you're going to go in this world, that's yes. positive. You know, you're leaving a, um, you're leaving a legacy behind. So I think that's amazing. I love your mission. I think that's great. Thank you. And, you know, I completely agree with, with what you said. And it's sad how many people who will find out what I do and they're like, well, my life was boring. Like I would have nothing to write about. And it's heartbreaking because yeah. I'm like, you have lived life at all. You've been on this journey full, filled with obstacles. If we started diving in, I can guarantee there have been so many shows of your resilience, of obstacles that you've overcome, of lives that you've changed. I mean, every minute we're alive, it's, it's collectively combined into the future of the world. Right. And yeah. so okay. I just feel like people need to start honoring those minutes of their life and see them for how important they actually are. That was beautifully said. I, I might have to say, make a clip on an audiogram and post that later <laughs> once this goes live. <laughs> <laughs> so when you made that choice to shift gears and just kind of, you know, your life came full circle, what did that feel like? I don't think I really recognized it in the beginning. It was kind of this, okay, this is fun. This is exciting. Yeah. I'm actually enjoying what I'm doing. You know, um, it felt easy. It felt natural. At the time, I was just helping people and then getting paid for something I loved doing, which was fun. Um, I never really expected to grow it into the business that it is today or, you know, to, to have more specific offerings. So being able to look back and see it all develop now, it's, uh, it, it's fascinating. I always just call it, you know, I really believe that when you align with your purpose, it might be hard to get to that point. I, um, like I'll, I'll use the expression that, uh, I feel like we all have these dreams on our hearts. Mm -hmm. Most of us are aware of what those dreams are, but I feel like the dream is just this door Yeah. and our goal is to get to the door. It's to, you know, take that key from reaching that door and unlocking it. And truly what's meant for us is behind that dream. And we can't see it until yeah. we, we get to that door. Um, and that's what it was for, for me. I knew I wanted to write a book. So I wrote a book. I didn't know what was going to happen behind that book, behind that dream. And it's, it's truly incredible, even through the tough moments, because running a business is hard. It's yeah, hard, very hard, especially when you launch it during a pandemic, especially when you have two young kids with you 24 seven, because daycare and schools are closed yeah. during that time. Um, you know, it's, it's hard. You want to doubt yourself. You have imposter syndrome, but I really feel like when you're aligned, you just know there's nothing else that you you'd rather do in this world. And even if you didn't make money, 
it would just still fulfill your soul so much to be doing exactly what you're doing. I can totally relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) I actually, so I've, I did, I did have a nine to five and well, I'm going to have a question for you after this. I actually just lost it a couple of weeks ago. And I, you know, my fiance and I said, said that, you know, this is probably a blessing in disguise. And I just decided I'm going to just jump all the way into my podcasting. I actually got an opportunity to be a head coach for the female podcasters group and they're growing like crazy. And there's just been so many other opportunities that keep coming up. And I'm just, I've just, just kind of settled in like, this is what I'm meant to do. I've like, I've created a name for myself and I love it. And I've touched so many lives in this process and I'm like, that's it. I'm all in. That's it. <laughs> I love that because it's it's exactly true. Like so many of us go through life thinking life happens to us. Life happens yeah. to us, right? But it's proof that life happens for us when you lean into it and you see it for what it is. And like you said, I mean, you leaned into it, you believed and yeah. look at what's coming up as a result. It's so exciting. Still a little <laughs> nervous. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you know, cause we have two households we're supporting and I'm like, once we merge them together, it won't be so scary, you know, cause he's fully supportive of me, but in the process, you know, but I think that like there's growth in that, in that hardship. Like I, I embrace it. I'm just like, okay, bring it. I've been through work. Yes. <laughs> I've been through worse. Like I came to, I've told my story everywhere. So it's not like I haven't experienced hardship, but, um, how long did it take you to write your first book? <laughs> the first book took me 10 years. <gasps> oh my goodness. <laughs> What's, what was it about? Uh, so it was a young adult, uh, dystopian, which we're living in that almost, <laughs> almost the exact world. It was about, um, a world without feelings and emotions and, um, you know, just trying to operate on a more robotic level, um, to remove all of that and, you know, how it doesn't work. There's a reflection in nature of how we should be living as people. And, uh, you know, it's there for a reason. I feel like nature is there to reflect that continually to us. And yeah. it, it, it's feeling it takes, you know, life, death, it takes everything in between. So, um, so it took me 10 years because, I wanted it, but obviously not bad enough. And I also think there was a lot of fears of, you know, once you finish this book, now what? And then, you know, fear of rejection, trying yeah. to get it published. And, um, but it's crazy because my first book took me 10 years. And then my second book took me 30 days to write. Oh, wow. Um, and it was what 86,000 words. So it was just as long, but again, the difference is knowing your, your why, um, it was during that time with the kids, I wasn't sleeping. So my youngest wasn't sleeping. He was just what, 10 months old at the time. And he still doesn't sleep and he's four. <laughs> I'm not sure if he'll ever end. Um, but I wanted it so badly because I wanted to prove it to them. So everything shifted once my why became more clear. I, you know, went from relying on just inspiration and muse. I feel like it's one of the biggest downfalls with creatives, especially writers. Like we want inspiration. We want to make it romantic, but there has to be that element of discipline in there. Otherwise it will not get done. You still have to be driven. You still have to have a schedule and it doesn't sound fun and romantic, but that's how you get books done. So big shift. Yeah, I'd say. What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. Live your best life. You must live label free. Can we get a round of applause today? Woo! Today I'm excited to announce Manscaped launched their ultra premium collection. Believe it or not, it's for your not so private parts. 
I'm talking about a leveled up hygiene routine with your favorite manly scent. And let me tell you something, oh, it smells so good. My man wears this every day. This is an all-in-one skin and hair care kit for the everyday man and covers you from head to toe. Manscaped is trusted below the waist. Now trust them with the rest. Join the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com and use the code LABELFREE20 for 20% off of free shipping and enjoy. I have decided to um, publish a book for the podcasts and take, use like the first hundred guests and their stories and why they align with the label free message. And um, that's going to be my first book project, but I feel like that is a good segue into starting to do that for myself personally. And I think it's going to be very well received, not only from the guests, but anybody else that's out there that's been, you know, following the show for some time. And just all those stories are so impactful, you know, talk to some amazing people. Like yourself. Well, thank you. (laughs) I think it's a great way to repurpose that though, too. I mean, we have podcasts, we have videos, but you know, maybe I'm biased because of what I do, but I really feel like books last longer than anything else. So if you're able to capture it in a book, I feel like it has more of that chance to be around. And because, you know, it gets passed around. You don't have to rely on, you know, Spotify or any other source to still be alive and kicking. Um, you know, once books are out there, they're out there. And it's really a beautiful thing. So I love that you're doing that. Thank you. We're just getting started on that project. I'm a little nervous, but I got all the time in the world now. So, <laughs> and you have a guide if you want one. Oh, so. Thank you so much. Yeah, we'll be. I'll be disciplined. That's one thing that I'm good at. I'm very disciplined. Um, so you mentioned that you're going to be starting a podcast. Do you want to share that while you're yeah. on the show today? Yeah, sure. It's uh, currently in process of getting trademarked soul story. And it's truly about just sharing your life journey. Um, and you know, different aspects, very similar to what you're doing, (laughs) very similar to yours, but really just about what you've learned throughout how it's defined who you are today. Um, you know, kind of like what we were talking about before, I know that it's just this pattern in life. Even when you go through hardships, it tends to be those hardships that really make more evident your own purpose, what makes you really passionate, what sets you on fire. And I think it's when we're able to identify that and own those for what it is, for what they are, we become more empowered and then we can empower other people as a result. Um, So being able to talk through that and also the challenge of not of sharing it versus not sharing it. You know, some of the things that we deal with, I'm going through that in my own life right now. It's been a big shedding year for me, um, with letting go or challenging automatic beliefs, you know, (laughs) you want to share one, you want to share one of these? Oh yeah. Yes. Because it's currently something I'm, I'm reading through. Um, so I'm currently going through a divorce and it's actually my, my second one, I'm 38 years old and both have been my own decision. And this one's a little harder because we have two young children. Um, but what I recognized when we were going through it and I finally admitted that I didn't want to be married anymore, I caught myself saying, I don't ever want to go through this again. And I could have just let that go, but instead I ended up diving into why, why do I feel that way? Is it just, you know, being upset, you know, yeah. having trust issues, whatever it is. And, um, what I ended up discovering is that 
I never really wanted to be married at all. I was never the little girl who dreamt about her wedding day or the wedding dress or anything like that. I knew I wanted kids. I knew that. So coming from a Christian household to have kids, you have to get married and then you have kids. It was never empowerment of if you want kids, do it. Like become, you know, like you can handle it on your own. Society's expectation, you gotta live in this box. (laughs) Yes. Well, and then the general life path, right? What do you do? You go to college and you get a job and you get married, and it's just what you do. Um, and there's no thinking, you're just on automatic, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And it's been interesting because reflecting back on both of my marriages, even from the engagements to the weddings, I mean, they're both good guys. So it's nothing against them. It's truly all within me. Um, I remember wanting to say no on all of that. But I kept thinking, (laughs) I kept thinking like people are here, people have expectations of me. Like I have to do this in both men. I remember talking to friends and family leading up to it. And I would be like, It sounds so crazy looking back, but should you be attracted to somebody or should somebody be a good dad when you're deciding to marry them? And each time they're like, you want a good dad, you want a good dad. And I'm like, okay, great. Like these men will make really good dads someday. Oh, wow. And so I kind of married them because they would be good dads. And it's weird looking back. And this sounds so crazy, but I was watching something stupid uh, like a year and a half ago, probably like the Bachelor or Bachelorette or something. Just uh, Someone said something on there that was like, I really want to find someone I'm waking up every day with and laughing with. And it was that element of finding someone that you laugh with every single day that struck this like deep chord in me. And I was like, oh. Mm-hmm. that's a partner. Yeah. That's what you should be aiming for. Mm-hmm. And so it was all of these, like, again, where I was on automatic beliefs all my life. And then I'm starting to challenge them and find out who I really am. And the moment I said, I don't want to be married. Not that I don't believe in marriage. I just don't feel like it's right for me. All of these other revelations about who I am as a person started like dripping in. And it was so eye-opening, so empowering. Yeah. Uh, it was incredible. But it's been a, you know, really trying to work through that in terms of even having Christian friends. And yeah. I'm still a Christian. I always will be. But it's been interesting that they've been able to accept the divorce easier than what they have to accept the fact that I never want to get married again. Because people hear that and they yeah. think it's almost this like, I'm condemning myself to loneliness for life. Like old maid, right? Yes. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not saying that. I just think that, um, again, one of my beliefs that we, uh, we put too much emphasis on lifelong mm-hmm. things yeah. versus, again, looking at nature and honoring rebirths, life and death. And appreciating when a relationship, a friendship has served its time. Right. Absolutely. And honoring that time, appreciating it, but saying, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. Time has ended on to the next chapter. Yeah. And I think we should be able to do that more throughout life and have that freedom in doing so. That's very powerful. (laughs) Well, you just said, I, w- I would wonder how many women out there can, re- can relate to what you said. 
So now I've never, I never wanted to get married either. And I mm-hmm. never actually wanted kids. But when I met my late husband, I was like, oh, I can marry this man, you know, like, and I wanted kids with him, but he was too sick to give me any. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, six years later, I've met a new person, new man that I'm, we're going to get married. And I, he's in the same place in his life, with, you know, as, as I am, we're in our mid forties. So we're going to have to get some help. But I had not thought I was going to get married. I was like, no way. I'm not getting married again. I'm good. I got to a really good place just being by myself and embracing that, like being mm-hmm. single and not having to like, because when I was single before, I would drink a lot, go out, you know, just party. Yeah. But in this 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 current stage of my life, I just sat with myself. I would sit in my home in silence <laughs> and just embrace being with myself and not having to fill the the emptiness with anything. And it was super healing, super powerful. And then I met my new, my new man, my new partner, Mike, <laughs> and it's been, I didn't think I'd ever want to get married again. And I, but now I just can't wait. So you never know, you might meet someone that you will make you laugh every day and you'll feel more like a partner because that's really what it should feel like yes. as a partnership, you know? I completely yeah. agree with that. And I love that. I love that shift. And I think you also came to a really important place that is hard to get to, right? Oh, yeah. Where you said you can be with yourself in silence, especially not with the TV on distracting you, not watching rom-coms or anything else. You're happy with yourself. Yeah. And I and you know it's interesting. A lot of people can't do that. No, you no. Know? And that's, and like- that's yes. Keep going. Sorry. No, that's, that's, that's where I feel like my personal, like where, what I'm focused on right now is getting to that exact place. And who knows, right. Once you reach that, I feel like that's a whole level of growth. That's so important to, to achieve and not just for like, Hey, cool. I did it for a week. I meditated, hung out by myself. That's good. (laughs) (laughs) Like Knowing that if this is every day for the rest of your life, you're still, you're solid. Yeah. Yeah, there was ebbs and flows. Don't get me wrong. Like <laughs> over the last six years, it was like, this is great. Then I'd feel really bad. I would cry. And then I'd be like, this is great again. And then finally, where a lot of the crying started tapering off and I wasn't feeling so lonely. And I was just like very, very calm and stable yes. and at peace. And I just, I woke up every day deciding to be happy and purposeful mm-hmm. and joyful and just like no matter what was going on around me however hard it might be who is in my life or not in my life I'm good mm-hmm. and I've done that naturally throughout my life like letting relationships go if they no longer served me or they were toxic or they weren't good friends you know I have no problem be like see ya <laughs> I think that's good to do because not everybody's supposed to be in your life forever so let me ask you with that, and this is probably a little bit more selfish, but I'm curious with that, with where I'm at and what I've been able to, to, to think through lately, going from that perspective into now a marriage with someone where you just said, like, I, I, I know I want to laugh with them for the rest of my life. Is there any of that where you feel like it could come to a natural end again? No, I mean, cause we've had some fights where I was just like very irritated where, whereas before, you know, I'd be like, oh, this is, I want to be done. I, I, I want to run far away from, from this person with <laughs> him. I don't feel like running away from him. Mm, you know, hard. I'm just like, I'll just be mad at him for the moment and, you know, I'll wait for things to calm down and then we'll talk it out. And it's just like, you know, I don't, re- I don't have that feeling. Oh, I just want to run away. I don't want to deal with this. So, you know, I want this to be over. 
but mm-hmm. I've had those thoughts before in my, in my marriage, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, is this worth it? You know, cause we had a huge lifestyle, you know, and, you know, I sacrificed a lot and I would think to myself, is this really worth it? You know, and I just like all those thoughts going back and forth constantly, I never threw out divorce because I really, I didn't believe in it. I was just like, I'll hit you over the head with the frying pan before, <laughs> before you leave me. But unfortunately he didn't make it, you know, he just, he, he, he gave up. I knew he wasn't going to make it. But I did have those thoughts with him. So that's so fascinating because I, I honestly can't remember being in a relationship where I didn't have those feelings. Hmm. So you haven't met your one yet, your twin. That's plane. true. That's <laughs> true. I'm completely open. To yeah, and that doesn't to be mean, continued. <laughs> yes, to be continued. I love that. Okay, so yeah, because we're past time here. So where can people oh. find you? Re- like connect with you, support you, all that good stuff. Um, so you can find me at burningsoulpress.com. That's my business website. We also have Instagram and Facebook, Burning Soul Press. But you can also find me on Instagram at lauren.in.eckhart. Um, I tend to use that. My company runs Burning Soul Press. So if you want to connect with me, I would love to connect with you on Instagram. I love meeting new people. Um, and this was way too short. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> So if anybody's out there that's interested in learning how or, or, or has the slightest inclination to write your book, write your story, because it is impactful no matter where you are, uh, don't hesitate to reach out to Lauren. Obviously, she is very engaging and just like her energy is awesome and infectious. So uh, I'm sure she would welcome a, you know, to reach out and to connect with her. Lauren, you are awesome. We will definitely have to have like a part two because this is yes. too much fun, but we're way past our time. So I've got to say thank you for being a guest. Um, and I look you. forward to next time and seeing how you just continue to evolve in this new phase in your life. So I think it's going to be a lot of great things for you on the horizon. Well, you have me even more excited. So thank you for the wonderful chat today. <laughs> I, I would ask you this, but I'm like, yeah, I'll ask you anyway. So be, no matter what we're past, time, what, whatever. If you guys fall off, you fall off. If you do, that's your fault. Any last words of wisdom or advice yeah. for the audience? Yeah, especially for those of you who are thinking about writing your story. It's kind of like what we were talking about with the importance of your life journey. You have to recognize that um, and really see the impact within. And I always recommend the best thing you can do for your time in this world is document your story for you. Even if you're thinking about maybe writing a memoir for a book book someday, still just write your story for you. Write the truth, write the raw version of it. Don't think about anyone else reading it. And then what you can do is always save that copy, make a copy of that document, and then you can edit it, do whatever you want to actually share it with the world someday. But you will never regret actually just capturing the truth for you. And then maybe if you want to share it with your kids someday or someone important, but step number one, always write for you first, edit for the world later. Ooh, yes. I like that. Great advice. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Radalescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. Please don't forget to comment, share, review, rate, subscribe, all those good things. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.